Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Amankor and each week we will bring you an important message as we explore how to detox toxic relationships. The aim of this podcast is for you to unlock your own inner knowing, your own inner greatness, so you can know how to heal from the impact of a toxic relationship so you can get your life back on track and live your best life. After all, we are all worthy of loving our life. How do we survive this whole situation with a narcissist? One of the biggest issues is that when we are potentially in the relationship with a narcissist or just coming out of a relationship or we're in that whole phase of trauma bonding where we're trying so hard to get out of the relationship, we are having to wean ourselves off of thinking about the narcissist. There's no other way. The biggest problem is that we need to look at why do we need to be weaned off this narcissist? What is it that's underneath this? The biggest issue is that we have been trained to need confirmation and validation from other people. It's really important to understand that we have, maybe we have grown up in that way, but actually in the relationship you have been, you need to get confirmation or validation from other people. It's just like when you're going on social media after you've gone through a breakup and you're you're looking at, or even while you're in the relationship with a narcissist, and you're constantly looking at and checking what they're doing, whether they're with someone new, or you're looking at what they're doing, how have they started moving forward, who are they with, is there some, there's something about needing confirmation. It's as though we need to know that they aren't happy in their life. They haven't moved on and they're not happy without us. We need to know that. There's something very addictive about this. It's because we need to feel better about ourselves. We need to know that it wasn't us. It wasn't me. You've got to understand that we've been, you, when you've been in a toxic relationship, you've been blamed and shamed and made feel guilty about everything. So that is the reason why this phase is so addictive. You need to know that it wasn't you, that you didn't do anything wrong, that there isn't something wrong with what you did. You need to know the reason why you are feeling addicted to this person. There's obviously chemicals going on in the brain and I've got another podcast on that. You can actually look at trauma bonding and we'll talk about how the brain works and how this is so addictive. But also we're addicted to the validation, to needing approval. I've had so many people that have become addicted to going to therapy or talking to friends so they can just get validation from the therapist that, yes, it wasn't you, it was that you were in a narcissistic relationship. You see, our whole self-esteem comes crashing down because of this relationship. And really, it comes down to we're addicted to getting confirmation now because we're just trying to get those little boosts 
of self-esteem. And you need to know that it's true that this person was a narcissist. We need to know that it wasn't you. It wasn't you. And we need to know what was the real meaning behind this whole thing. You've got to understand nothing about the narcissist is real. You can't make sense of a narcissistic relationship. You are looking for meaning. You want to know why. Why did this happen? What happened? So underneath all of this is the real addiction to confirmation and validation. So even if you're talking to somebody and you have this thing where you're out, you're with your friends and you, they just want to have fun, you want to have fun, but there's this thing, you really want to talk about everything that's happened to you because you're addicted to getting validation. You just need someone to say to you, that was bad, that was really bad what you went through. And you find yourself just going over old ground and talking about it over and over again. But actually, to be honest, that's the worst thing you can do because you get more and more addicted. You get more and more addicted to needing the validation of needing people to tell you, yes, that person was a bad person. But you don't you don't feel you need you can go inward and actually say, yeah, yeah, I know that that person was a bad person. I don't need to go out and get validation because they've trained you in the relationship to need validation. You can't do anything without having getting validated by them or getting confirmation from them that this is the right thing. We need to feel safe in a relationship and we have been vulnerable to rejection over and over again. And we don't want to be walking on eggshells, so hence why we want that validation. But the truth is, living like this and needing validation from other people constantly is not healthy. It's not what you were like before you were in this relationship. And this is when toxic, um, you know, is you can see this relationship is toxic. The other way you can look at, is this relationship toxic, is whether you, when you bring up a concern to your partner and the whole issue turns into everything but what you brought up. So you might bring up something like, you know, what have you, are you going to get a job? Or, you know, are you because you know you're the person that's a breadwinner and you're going out doing everything while they're you know not pulling their weight um or you might bring up are you cheating on me and it's like they will bring up everything including everything in your past but they will not actually focus on what you're bringing up They'll turn around and say things like, why are you raising your voice like that? Calm down. Why are you talking to me like that? Did something happen to you today? Why are you bringing that up? Where did you have an argument? Was work hard? Maybe if you're a female, they'll say, what? Are you on your period? You know, where is this crazy stuff? You're crazy. You're lunatic. You're crazy mad. You know, all of those things you know, they will bring up, you know, you've got an issue, you need therapy. That's when you know whether you're in a toxic relationship. You need to look at how does your partner listen to you? 
Do they listen to you in the way where they're tuning into you? They understand you. Are they listening to you? Do they even know you? You know, you could know whether someone knows you because you know when someone's listening. And when you're going through something that's hard for you and you feel vulnerable, you know that the other person has listened to you and heard you instead of correcting all your words and saying, what are you talking about? What are you saying? Are they listening to you? Are they taking the time to listen? What is it that you're trying to say? So they can look past your insecurity and your vulnerability around, look, I feel like you're cheating on me. Are you cheating on me? Instead of calling you mad, crazy woman or mad, crazy man who's jealous, are they actually listening to you or are they making excuses? I understand you could make excuses for them and you've been trained to make excuses for them that, oh, they're having a bad day, or they're avoidant, or they've got this attachment style in relationships. But the moment an issue is brought up, do their guards go up because they're fear, fearful or avoidant? Or is it that they, they, they are avoiding answering your question? You know, they don't want to ask answer your question. They're not willing to listen to you. You see, people, we've all got some sort of trauma. That's okay in relationships. But however, when somebody is not a narcissist and they've got something where they've got a trauma around abandonment or they feel triggered, they might actually run away from the situation or avoid the situation. But actually they will also come back to you and say, I understand that you're going through this right now, but I'm finding it really hard to deal with this because of this, this and this, but I'm really going to try to work on this. They're still listening to you. They're still taking on board what you're saying. They're still understanding. They're saying, I am hypersensitive to criticism. I am the one that was defensive. I am the one that, you know, got worried about this, but I'm going to learn how to communicate with you. What the, uh, you know, in a healthy relationship, what people do is they say that I can't hear, I am finding this really hard, but I know that I can't communicate with you. So they communicate that they can't communicate with you. So there's a difference. Whereas someone, they're, they're willing to talk about it, but they're telling you that I'm I'm struggling with this. I really want to hear you. I really want to have a healthy relationship, but I don't know how. And so that's them explaining to you that they can't do this because they're triggered and that they are defensive. Because we all have, we all can get defensive, but they can come back to you and say, yeah, this is difficult for me, what you're bringing up. Um, and I'm finding it hard, but I don't know how to communicate this and I'm going to learn how to communicate it. Whereas when someone is toxic, they're always going to say it's your issue. The fact that you're bringing up these issues is the problem and you're triggering me, triggering me. You should not be saying it. They're saying I get triggered, um, because of you. Whereas someone that's healthy and wants to heal, they're saying, I'm getting triggered and I need to work on this. 
So someone who's toxic and manipulative wants to be- you, in essence, to believe that you are the problem. You are the problem, full stop. You, you having to bring up something is the problem. You succeeding in life is a problem. You, unless it actually helps them in some way. If you're doing better than them is a problem. If you're happy and out having fun is a problem. Why? Because it could trigger them into feeling ashamed about the situation they're in. They need you to compromise on your career or be compromised in success for them to feel happier. Now, there are some people that actually, some narcissists that want you to go out and work, want you to bring in the money, but still they're compromising you because you're the breadwinner, you're doing everything, and actually they are just sitting at home not doing much. because And they're compromising you by putting everything on you and still giving you a hard time. So... There are some caveats around that. There's, you know, one or two people that have said that actually their partner actually wanted them to succeed so that they could bring in the money so that they didn't have to work. There are elements like that. They are, they just don't want, they want you to know though, in essence, that you are the problem in the whole relationship. They want you to believe that your whole existence is a problem. So you need to stop making excuses about this person in your life. If you've got somebody like this as a partner, you need to think, I need to be honest about what this situation is, who this person is. Honesty is so important, but honesty around what we're seeing. If they're not listening to you, see that they're not listening to you. You see, partner is someone that you are building a life with. There's someone that you go to, you know, all the time, even if it's for a year or six months or two years. This is someone that you're, you know, building something with. They're a huge part of your life. If you've got a mother or a or somebody even at work that you're you're who is toxic they will have a huge impact on you as well because you're building something with them. They're a key person in your life. You can have a great career. You could be making great money, great friendships. But if there's one area of your life where there's a toxic person that's having a really huge impact on you, it's going to impact you, especially if they are your relationship. You could have a great relationship with your family, community, But if your intimate one area of your life or your intimate relationship is not good, if it's toxic, if it's manipulative, it's going to bring everything down over time. Because relationships with partners are the foundation of how we feel about ourselves. We need to be seen. We need to be heard. We need to be validated. We need to be liked for who we are. That is not needy. That is a basic need. Yeah. It's not needy needing to be liked for who you are, for being heard, for being seen, for being understood. When you have to request those things, it's not asking for much. It really isn't. It's a basic thing to be heard, to be understood, to be acknowledged, to be seen. You're not meant to be living this life on this earth on your own you know, like solely, 
we're meant to have other people around us. So how can you then live without being seen? You're, you are responsible for dealing with your own emotions. Yes, you are. You are responsible for taking responsibility and accountability that goes on in your life. Yes, you are. You know, and if you're finding that you need other people to be responsible for your for your emotions, then it could be that they've trained you into doing that. And actually, you need to do some trauma work because you, you might not have been taught how to process your emotions growing up. Maybe no one showed you that this, you know, was there for you emotionally when you were growing up. Maybe there was there were loving parents, but there was emotional neglect. And actually, you need to learn now how to process your own emotions. Or maybe there was emotional neglect and there will be emotional neglect if you've been in a toxic relationship 100%. But the person that you spend the most time with, be it at work, be it at home, whoever it is, if they don't see you fully and you're spending so much time of your, you know, feeling like you're not being seen, heard, understood, and you're seeing everything, everything else is being seen but you. If you're in a reflection in a relationship that doesn't reflect to you that I see who you are, I love who you are, I validate you, I think you're great, I want to see you grow, I want to listen to you, I want to pay attention to you, you're good, it could really break you. Because what happens is it not only breaks you at home, it'll, you'll start attracting those horrible kind of people at work where they don't see you, they don't validate you, they don't see who you're worth. And it alters the way you see yourself. And your perception of the way you see yourself is what 100% is what matters. That is the most important thing. So you've got to see that having people around you that don't see you, that don't validate, that don't acknowledge your feelings, actually over time, impacts the perception that you have of yourself and that is where the damage is done you see another sign and this is something that I think will really resonate with you if you've been in a toxic relationship if you have been in a toxic relationship you go out into the world and you're interacting with people and they see you someone sees you for who you are and they acknowledge you and say, yeah, of course, I think you're amazing. I, I really believe in you. I know you can do this. Or they say, you're beautiful. What a beautiful person you are. You're a diamond. You know, one of my clients is a diamond. I think they're all diamonds. But look, they see you for who you are. And then you get taken aback in that moment. It's like you think, oh, my gosh, that's really sweet of you. And you find yourself welling up or you're feeling like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to cry. And you get emotional. And then you you have to sort of just switch out of that and change the subject or change it because it's just too much to actually have someone acknowledge you and see you and hear you. And it gets so emotional because someone's actually told you that you matter, that you're good that you're okay that means that you are deprived you're deprived of hearing words like that at home for the from the people around you that should be telling you that 
that things like people should be saying, wow, you look beautiful today. You're such a strong person. They might say that, you know, or you, they might say, yeah, you're courageous. But when you actually have people say something that is really deeply emotive for you, and it's just a normal conversation that actually is true about you, and you're not hearing it by your partner, where to the point where you go out into the world and someone does something really small for you, something that you feel acknowledged and you get emotional because they've actually acknowledged you and said, you're a lovely person. That is a sign, a huge sign that you're emotionally deprived and you're looking, you need validation from those people around you that aren't willing to give it to you. Remember, you know, sometimes we can be these really strong people and we, we've always known that we're successful and we're good and we know all our strengths and weaknesses and stuff. But actually, this catches us off guard sometimes where we don't know why am I feeling so emotional over this and why do I feel like I can't accept compliments anymore or I, I find it really hard. I have to put almost like this shield around me to protect myself or I don't trust people when they actually say something nice that all is that you are deprived you are absolutely deprived and it's been a drip effect in your relationships that are close to you where they've slowly deprived you over years maybe or even six months or however it is for you where they've dismissed you and haven't seen you so you have to kind of know you need to let certain people go or you need to find people around you that will build you back up because you have been eroded. Yeah, you need to build yourself back up. You need to look at yourself in a way that is, I see me, I know who I am, I see my strengths. Because, And this is the biggest issue that we have is that we can have huge, amazing careers. We get deteriorated to a point where you don't feel that confident deep down inside. You've lost your confidence and you need to rebuild your confidence back up. This is key in actually getting over toxic relationships because you need to get to a space where you're validating yourself inside of you and you see you, you hear you, you know you. You know this is true inside. Not logically, but actually feel it inside. Yeah, so you need to recognize, if someone recognizes you and you get emotional, then you need to go back to you. You need to go back to you. You see, the thing about toxic relationships is you can you you suddenly wake up and you realize oh my gosh this person is really different to when i started the relationship and i can't do anything about it to fix it and i know this is really becoming really difficult and over time you've what it is you see you've got to understand our tolerance for this person has been increased. I don't know if any of you guys eat chilies or you know drink alcohol. You've got to understand that over time our tolerance increases for certain things, yeah, or you drink coffee, but actually you need another coffee or you need another cup of tea. Our tolerance, you know, increases just the same as a toxic relationship, unfortunately. Our tolerance for abuse increases over time. So you can suddenly wake up and think, oh my gosh, how have I allowed this to happen? You know, this wasn't the person I was. Well, 
It's because your tolerance for abuse has increased or toxicity has increased. So you are a really strong person. You can deal with a lot more than the average person. But because your tolerance has increased, that's the problem. But unfortunately, it's also your tolerance for needing validation has increased. Your tolerance for needing acknowledgement has increased from everyone and anything. But you're losing your connection to yourself. In essence, it's in essence, this whole situation is about you realizing that you've got to get back to you. You know, three years, five years down the line, you know, your your val- your confidence is eroded, your validation and you know, everything is is eroded, and you didn't realize what is happening. But this journey away from a toxic relationship is really a journey back to you. Yeah, it really is. It's a way, it's moving away from a toxic relationship, getting back to yourself. That is the key here. You have to find yourself moving away from validation from other people to actually getting your validation within you. And actually knowing that you deserve, you're worthy of having people around you that validate you, see you, acknowledge you, that you are worth that every day because you want people around you that build you up, not tear you down. Living with trauma, the trauma even after the relationship, you know, you need to look at, you might have let go of the narcissist, but have you really got back to yourself where you actually validate yourself or do you still need other people to build your confidence up? Because you need to do that work on actually healing your confidence within yourself you living with trauma after the relationship has ended. You've had trauma in the relationship, but you've learned maybe just to survive and live with trauma even after the relationship has ended. You really need to look at the cost to you. You know, what, what is cost? You know, what is, at what cost am I living like this? For your own freedom? Actually, your dreams? your own sanity, your soul, needing to go over old ground over again. What what are you what cost are you paying right now to live with a narcissist or or stay in the relationship with a narcissist or not get the healing that you need? Because it's not going to be an easy price. It really isn't. When someone hurts you, betrays you, lies to you, cheats on you, devalues you, dehumanizes you, erodes your sense of self, can you put a price on you, a financial price on you? You know, how much, because over time it impacts your health, your relationships, your work, your career, everything, your sanity, how much is that worth? That's the ultimate question here. How much is your life worth to you? It's not worth anything to the narcissist. But what is it worth to you? If the narcissist erodes your sense of self and they do work on, you work on getting your sense of self-worth back. Because, you know, all they did was just lie to you anyway to just try and erode you down. What is that worth to you to get yourself back? What are you worth? Because, you know, just because the narcissist did that to you The truth is, 
you're not worth any less. I mean, there's loads of like TikToks and things out there or even, um, you know, where they have a £10 or um, or a $10, um, you know, note. And they take it and they say, like, we're going to scrunch it up, we're going to step on it, we're going to, you know, um, put it in, you know, dirt, we're going to, you know, do whatever. And then they go back to how much is this worth? even if it is, it has been through so much, it's still worth the same. You're not worth any less because of the narcissist. It's just that you see yourself with as though you are worth less. You value yourself less just because the narcissist did. Now what it is, you've got to actually get to a point where you actually acknowledge, no, I'm not. I'm not worth any less just because of that. Just because a narcissist has taken over our sense of worth, where we need validation or confirmation from other people, doesn't mean that we can't heal our views, our perception, the way we've we've made meaning over this, and actually get to a space where we feel like, yes, I got back to me, and I know who I am, and I know that I would never allow someone or something like that to happen to me again. Not because I'm just telling myself and I'm watching red flags all the time and I'm looking for red flags. No, because I don't have that trauma in me anymore. I I don't have those thoughts in me anymore. So I'm going about trusting and believing myself and my self-worth. So I don't, I, I pick up when someone makes me feel uncomfortable and I tell them in a very loving way because I have a sense of love. We stay because we're afraid of what could happen when we leave. We're afraid of finances. We're afraid of the truth. We're afraid of being lonely. We're terrified sometimes of how we're going to look at ourselves and say, I knew from the beginning this person was a wrong person and I still did it and I don't know why. But the truth is you didn't mess up. You're learning how to get back to you. This is a lesson. This is a really painful lesson. But if you can take the lesson and heal, you will get back to you and it will feel like you're stepping into your power. You will feel so much love. You will feel so much self-worth. And you will have people around you that build you up instead of the top, you know, your tolerance level for being, you know, you um, being you know turned up over time for toxicity where you're being broken down you're going to go for to a space of where you've got a tolerance level of being built up and wanting to feel joy and happiness and wanting more from your life you see the outcome of healing from this is great because you get yourself you find your way back to you who you truly are and who you truly are is absolutely incredible. Who you are is absolutely unlimited. Your potential is unlimited. It's like you, you know, if you could see who you truly are and really get yourself back so you release all this trauma, you really start building yourself back up to actually believe and trust in who you are, there's nothing you can't do. There's no dream that you can't fulfill. 
you know, you could do anything that your heart desire, desires right now and get back to you, something that really feels good to you without you having to try and prove your worth to anyone. So look, keep loving yourself. Keep being understanding and compassionate towards yourself for what you have been through. No judgments. The judgments are the narcissists. And nor do you need to go around talking about it over and over again, trying to get validation, trying to get confirmation that you wasn't bad. You weren't bad. You're amazing. But what you do need to do is start healing and releasing some of these emotions and start weaning yourself off from needing that validation and those confirmations from other people and start investing in yourself, in your well-being. Start taking care of yourself. You deserve it. You really do. You deserve, you have gone through this lesson so that you can get back to yourself and understand who you truly are. And you are magnificent, unlimited, beautiful, amazing. There's just no words for how incredible you are. There really isn't. So keep loving yourself. Keep being gentle with yourself. And if you are looking for healing, if you want to get to a space where you know that you are, you've really stepped into your power and you get that yourself back, you really go back to yourself. If you want that so that you can transform your life into the way it should be and actually fulfill your greatest dreams, whatever it might be, if you want to release your trauma, then come and speak to me. You know, if you want to manage your emotions so you don't feel overwhelmed, come and speak to me. Look into the resources section. Um, You know, there's a masterclass you can book in or a one-to-one session um, with someone from my team or with me. And we can look at what type of therapy you need to move forward. What do you need to invest in so you can move forward and heal yourself? What do you need to do so you can move forward? We'll look at that. But till next time, keep loving yourself, keep being kind to yourself, and I'll see you next time.